fan of brands for life uh and especially a fan of the of of the passion and energy that that founders bring to the table in 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 the new india that's getting built out and uh very glad and uh, privileged to play a small part in building out the brands of tomorrow a brand is not successful if a business is successful today i think a brand is successful if the business can be built on the back of the brand for years to come the corporate brand right the corporate brand of byju stands for how we all have to be continuous learners in life and that is our that is the philosophy of saying keep learning that led to a tie up with the indian cricket team and the entire jersey campaign which is about the fact that listen as cricketers you can't rest on your laurels just because you made it to the team your most often used phrase my most often used phrase is i have definitely quit smoking fellows welcome to the next episode of jagged with jasravi subscribe to my channel for conversations at the edge with thought leaders from the marketing branding and the business world conversations that ignite new ideas ideas with rough sharp edges hi arun so nice to have you on my show hey jasravi lovely to talk to you after a long time and very very uh, glad to be here thank you for having me Yeah. Okay, Arun. If I requested you to tweet your profile, what would you say? If I were to tweet my profile, I would start by saying, uh, "I'm not Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I don't own Twitter. Uh, uh, in fact, I, I hardly have a presence there. But I, but I'm a very, I'm a very avid." Uh, uh, consumer of twitter i do read i do a lot of my reading on twitter but if i were to just tweet about myself i would say a fan of uh, a fan of brands for life uh, and especially a fan of the of of the passion and energy that that founders bring to the table in 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 the new india that's getting built out and uh, very glad and uh, privileged to play a small part in building out the brands of tomorrow How modest! <laughs> How Arun? Okay, so Arun, brands of tomorrow. You will have to, you know, um, elaborate on that with examples. But before that, we'd like to know a little bit more about Spring Capital. You know, when you say skin in the game marketing consulting, you know, how is this model different from other marketing branding consulting? so uh, i think and i and i've spent a large part of my life uh, in the in the marketing and branding ecosystem uh, and where we've always we've always behaved like insiders uh, but have not necessarily been insiders in these companies right so all the brands that i have worked with in my lifetime i have always felt personally involved in the in the brand in the success of the business and i think somewhere down the line at least what i noticed was that as the marketing and the at the advertising agency ecosystem uh, started getting fragmented uh, it started getting uh, more and more faculties were operating in their areas of expertise and uh, and that led i think to some extent for people to say okay this is the part that i play so you know that classic old story of uh, everybody touches 
a part of the elephant and thinks that that they, that's the elephant uh, and i think that a little bit of that happened and that's what led me and my co-founders that's raja and vinit with whom i started spring marketing capital to sit down and think and say that uh, brands are not getting built in the way that they used to be and peop- and everybody and there are there are there are teams of outsiders who touch the brand there's nobody who's cohesively owning the brand and that's what led us to this model which is that which is not just skin in the game from uh, attitudinally but more from saying that okay if we've got to do this and since we were operating more in the startup ecosystem and we had we had experienced a part of this in a fragmented way again with raja at sequoia me at lintas vinit uh, as 22 feet and later as as uh, ddb mudra uh, tribal ddb was also involved with some of the sequoia brands we felt that if we were to come together and and make an offering of it where it's not just it's not just our expertise but all the our expertise and our team's expertise and the consulting expertise bundled in lieu of the of the capital that we are investing in these companies in exchange for equity so, so there are three parts to what we do there is the consulting firm there is the there is the there is uh, there is the investee firm and then uh, the consulting firm has a whole host of offerings so what we do and like i said there are two parts to what we do not three one is where there is a pure play consulting assignments with certain brands which are at later stages uh, you know not at a stage where we can possibly invest in them and then there are uh, brand, there are companies where we invest in them which is from a series a to a series b to a series c at the most sometimes and then we offer everything that's got to do with brand and marketing and we've built a 40 member consulting firm which is 40 today uh, and everything from uh, core strategic uh thinking to uh, go to market strategy to design to uh, communication to branded content uh, all of it is something that we that expertise we bring to these companies we are actually very closely linked with the success of the company because we we will be on the winning side only if the company and the brand is on the winning side of things so that's the model that we evolved sorry for the slightly longish answer because there is no playbook for this so we kind of made this up as we went along so yeah that's what we did so arun i'm just curious you know we always uh, you know had started saying that brands uh, you are building the brands correctly if they are impacting business uh, positively if they're fueling business then you know it it really is in the right direction so now that you know you are uh, you know you are involved with the brand and the business even more closely for all the digital uh, brands or the digital first brands how uh, is your view of uh you know an effective brand has changed or how do you see uh the brands of tomorrow i think when it comes to building brands successfully and this i have learned from good good old traditional companies i think a brand is not successful if a business is successful today i think a brand is successful if the business can be built on the back of the brand for years to come and i think that's very very critical for us to know and having worked on some iconic brands like surf excel in the past i have recognized the rigor and the effort that went into building the brand for the last 15 to 17 years and i was uh, 15 to 18 years i was closely involved from the with the brand from 2004 onwards till i received a message just day before yesterday 
from the person who leads the brand at Unilever saying we've now become the topmost selling detergent brand in the country. And it took all these years and that's because the brand was being steadily built and the business was being built on the back of the brand. And I think sometimes I think in the world that we live in, given social media, given the digital uh, speed at which we like things happening, we tend to forget to take the long-term view of things. And I think it's important to know that building a brand is a long-term uh, commitment with continuous business gains. And I think that's something that at least I, I, I try to bring to practice saying, let's not think only about here and now and today's fame and this campaign is famous and, and that campaign caught eyeballs. Because I think while that is important, but that's not enough. That's not brand building. That's basically saying that, okay, I, I can give you bursts of attention. We confuse bursts of attention with brand building. And I think it's important to differentiate between the two. Hmm. You, you know, people who are so passionate about brand have become a rare species, Arun. You know, when, when people, everybody around is talking digital and e-commerce and, you know, what's the sale today? What's the sale tomorrow? You know? So many times I see the whole plan for the consumer journey etched out. You know, we will do this at the acquisition stage. This is how we will retain. This is how we they, we will take them to the website for the call to action. But what is the brand core that you're building? You know, <laughs> sometimes that's a completely empty space. So um, you, I think, you, I think hmm. there's one clarification there, Javi, and I think it's important to make that it's important to make that point. I think neither can exist on its own. Yes. I think it's important for them to coexist while you have to be clear. And, and you might not get that clarity on day one. You might not have those answers on day one. You might not have those answers on day 200 sometimes, but you've got to not stop searching for it. Yes. And at the same time, and how that reflects at every touch point is what finally makes or breaks a brand. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Arun, why why don't you please, for my audiences, take examples? Uh, you know, you could take a case study of a startup wherein you know uh, it's it's not very clear what the brand core is going to be, perhaps. But you know, they a startup typically has to start uh, and be focused in the now, and then you know have a vision. Okay, okay. I mean, this is like typically how it is. You could take an example. Also, on the other hand. Uh, a brand that has been built and you've been associated for a long uh, trajectory, which is Baiju. So what I'll do is I'll, mm -hmm. I'll basically juxtapose at least our approach from two brands, right? So I'll mm -hmm. take, for example, one brand, like you mentioned, which is Baiju's, which is, uh, which is today, I think it will be rare to find people in the country who don't really know, or, or at least have heard about the brand. They might not know the nuances of the company and the brand. Uh, that depends on the relevance of the category in their lives, uh, but highly unlikely that they don't or have never heard of Baiju. That's uh, so. That's at one end, uh, which is built on good old traditional media, where a lot of lot of top dollars spent on television advertising for many many years, uh, and that's one end of the spectrum. And then at the other end of the spectrum is a brand uh, which we've been closely associated with from the from day one of Spring which is a brand called Wakefit, uh, which has un until about one month ago 
had never been on television uh, has never has never seen uh, te- the television screen ever uh, but is a fairly recognizable brand in in certain sections of society at least so these are true brands right and 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 the way we've really gone about it is that sometimes the core of a brand is very clearly uh, visible is very clearly articulated for the end consumer uh, and and then the end consumer starts living that at times it's it's very clear to the company and all the key stakeholders but it's not something that is super clearly in articulation present in the consumer's life uh and that's what i think happened to wakefit because i think we were very clear when we started the journey with wakefit uh wakefit wakefit used to refer to itself as an online mattress company till and i think that's something we always talk about saying we don't really uh we don't really uh cook up something for a company we help a company discover what's been uh what's actually been present uh for a for a long time and in fact the founder of wakefit in one of the conversations mentioned that they are actually a sleep solutions company and that kind of changed it changed our perspective on the brand because we felt that sleep which is one of the most critical components of human existence is amongst the most least regarded right uh which is the honest truth i think uh, we are a generation that has grown up saying uh uh, uh sleep is the enemy of netflix uh and uh, uh, uh to be honest and i and, and i don't i don't mean any disrespect but we live in a country where the prime minister prides himself on saying how little he sleeps yep. uh and and uh, and and so that culturally who we are as a as a sleep uh, culturally that's what sleep means to us and we said hey you know what if you are a sleep solutions company and if this is the conversation around sleep what why don't we make it our our reason to exist that we will bring sleep back into the consciousness and conversations of people and actually replant the importance of one of the most and which was also something that was simmering right most health experts talking about the fact that sleep is ignored there is a lot of very serious health repercussions by ignoring sleep so that was that parallel chatter that was going on and we said why don't we take we we become the brand that balances this world out of extremes and and that is the responsibility that we took for ourselves as a brand so we said why don't we take the responsibility of owning this conversation and and because our product is so deeply linked with sleep so so what we did was we first realized the absolute lack of awareness when it comes to sleep and all the related conversations mm-hmm. so we first launched a proposition which was called the more you know the better you sleep and and that led to an initial campaign uh, which was probably the first campaign that we did which was we introduced a character called sheep and there was a very popular adage of how people count sheep to sleep and the sheep as a character got built out and then we said okay now uh continuously doing campaigns for startup brands is not a sustainable uh program you know we've got to make sure that we can uh we can actually uh sustain this conversation without without deep spends that's not that's not sustainable and that led us to creating a content calendar of sorts and we said okay now we will keep this engine alive 
through branded content mm-hmm. which will not which will not mean uh, which will mean continuous presence without copious amounts of money being spent on either producing the content or distributing the concept content and and that led to an and uh, the first initiative in that series of content uh, was was something we did which was called which became quite popular which is called the sleep internship program and we said okay why don't why don't we incentivize people to actually sleep and we said okay it sounds interesting it sounds quirky enough and why don't we put it out in that world and we put it out in the world there was a certain x amount of money that was kept aside to make sure that it gets some traction x minus 95 was spent and it caught fire it just caught fire uh, people started sharing it amongst themselves uh, news channels started covering it the first season of sleep internship got 170000 responses of people who were interested in becoming sleep interns with bakefit they that led to people actually it was such an engaging program because we said okay send us videos of why we why do you think you are eligible to become a sleep intern they sent in videos we got videos from about 33 countries uh we uh we got covered in media across the world uh of course there a, a, a huge amount of luck involved because it just caught fire and all we had spent was on one uh planted article which mentioned that there is a company that's actually paying people to go to sleep <laughs> and that led to a series of uh, and after that for 3 years now till about 1 month ago uh that led to a series of content uh, initiatives we and so the sheep became a property sleep internship became a property we ended up uh, uh, and then the lockdown happened so when lockdown happened we said that okay lockdown and the stresses around the lockdown is a big reason for people to lose their sleep why don't we put out content that is relevant and topical that led to the again a very famous viral video today of sumit vyas saying bartan dho liye kya which was actually an instagram post by the person who heads branded content for us and he had just put out a, a, a an instagram uh, post which said that all you vice president marketing uh, uh, founders all the fancy designation people <laughs> bartan do liye kya and that just caught fire and he said okay why don't we turn that into a piece of content and that led to a series that led to about eight pieces of content there then we created a, a kawal group which led to a piece which was like uh, bhad mein ja 2020 which was a kawali which was created which again went very viral then that led to abe omicron so that led to a series and then we also created you know there was a conversation at one point in time of bringing a brand ambassador for wakefit and we said okay what and since we were already thinking like how do we create everything in a cost effective manner uh uh you know one of our one of our team members said why don't we create kumbhakaran as a brand ambassador nobody owns kumbhakaran and kumbhakaran today if you go to linkedin kumbhakaran has a page for wakefit where uh, kumbhakaran gives you sleep advice so so we ended up creating a whole bunch of content over the last 3 years and that led to followership for wakefit with messages and this was not the only content there was product content there was there was opening up of in such while these were co- pieces of content that led to engagement for the brand there was a whole ton of content created because uh, how how the wakefit mattress works is that you unfold it and it opens up and bubbles out so it's a it's a magical process so so that 
uh, actually the product con- that led to product content that led to a sleep podcast that led to uh, a show with Cyrus Brocha all this content was created and all of this was done at about one tenth of most uh, what most companies have spent on even one company has spent on IPL this year over spread over three years and continuous engagement uh, so that's that's what content can do for a brand. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to Wakefit finally saying, okay, we seem to have hit a point where we can consider opening up the funnel a little bit more. And that led to one campaign, which we've just gone live with for, uh, uh, which has been uh, test marketed in Andhra Pradesh, mm-hmm. in Andhra and Telangana uh, and with, with a brand ambassador with Rashmika. Uh, but again, there, the responsibility of that campaign is, is different from the, the responsibility of content, which was also, so if you see the campaign, it's actually opening people to the category because you have to now, now you have to take on category responsibility. And, and how do you do that? Because there is still apprehension about buying some of this stuff in, in, uh, in the online domain. But what we realized is that there is a very superficial uh, comfort that people get when they go to buy anything, mattress, furniture, they go and try it for two minutes and then they say, oh, okay, I've tried, now I'm buying. We said, why don't you buy and try? And and we turned it around and we said that, listen, you know what, take it home. Don't, if you think it's not working for you, you have 100 days to use it and then give it back. And and that is, that's a campaign that's very successfully running right now in Andhra and Telangana. But this is just, this, this is the, this is just the, the, content and communications. What, what this led to also was an entire design overhaul. The mm. website changed what I mentioned, right? Because Wakefit was doing, Wakefit does about 70% to 80% of its business on their website. And we were, we had to kind of rejig their website when commerce was going on. How do you do that? How do you ensure that there is no, uh, there is no, you know, uh, problem that the business runs into? How do you ensure that all the social assets look and feel alike? So you create a social playbook. So all of this, this is the effort that it takes to, to kind of deeply impact a digital brand, to bring it to a stage where you can actually now say that, okay, now the rest of India needs to be opened out for it. Mm-hmm. So that's the journey of Wakefit. This whole thing, content creation, virality, and perhaps role of humor. And also like you were talking about, you know, you go, uh, you know, like like you look at your role as how do you stay completely current and in touch with what's going on? Because I think that's the key thing. You know, that whole video about Bartan Dholie Kya, that content that was that was the I mean touched people because that's what people were going through at that point in time. You know, so uh, any learnings you'd like to share in terms of content creation, virality, and humor. Yeah. So, so one of the things is it's not just pure intuition, right? So what also happens is we, are, we underestimate uh, the amount of entertainment searches that people are making on a platform like YouTube. And when you actually, when you, and we have an analytics company that we work with very closely who actually studies that and throws it out at us saying that, Hey, listen, there seems to be a trend going on here in what they're, in what people are searching for. You then try and read into that search a little bit. And then you say, Hey, this seems like this is the current mood. Uh, this seems to be the mood of what, what people are generally thinking, at least in the digital domain, because 
what we don't recognize is a lot of us don't realize is that people actually use the youtube bar also like a search bar absolutely and, and that and that intelligence that this analytics company that we work with very closely throws at us and our teams a lot yeah so w- what do you think w- what is do you see a uh, humor becoming more important um in, in terms of how brands are communicating really, or how the communication really, yeah. no not really because i think it finally depends on the tone and manner or that the brand chooses to have yes apart from that like content creation but at the same time but at hmm. the same time i think we are also living in a world where a one brand can have slightly different tone and manner in in different pieces that it puts out there because like people right like you know me personally right now there is a certain uh, i'm trying to sound extremely professional and serious but you know me and when we are we are generally having a coffee how we goof around with each other right and and that's the truth about all of us as human beings we are not one person with everybody else so i think that's true of brands as well it doesn't but if there is a sort of a line that people can draw and feel saying hey there seems to be i can recognize that was that person it's important for people to be able to recognize that person and not At, at the same time you can't behave like so different that they say okay this is somebody else somebody else yeah correct yeah correct. so, so yeah. it's important to to thread that line carefully mm-hmm. because you've got to make sure that you're recognized and accepted in the form that you want to put yourself out there based so on the context in, yeah yeah based on the context the content like i'll tell you another piece of content that we had done for a completely different brand which is by juice where which was for a which was for a social initiative called by juice give where they were actually collecting used uh, uh uh screens which a lot of us have lying around at home and and making it available to people who don't have access to screens and that was a very moving piece of content that we created uh and and that worked and that got shared with people uh, equally as much right mm-hmm. so i don't think people only share x kind of content I think it's about making sure that it does sound and feel like it's in place it is in order it seems to be following the realm of what pe- it's acceptable to people and enjoyable and that it it touches a chord which makes them feel like hey I do want to share this with my networks yeah yeah Arun I was talking to a stand up comedian earlier <clears throat> and you know that person was saying that the humor has come out as a tool of the young people and the coming generations because you know they it's so easy to tell the truth and it's easy to make somebody's heart open up to something that they are close to otherwise yeah. you know for example this whole satire um, don't look up i mean that's an entire no, no, no. movie but Acha, don't What? look up the movie. You mean the movie? Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I was you like, know, don't the... look up. I'm like, look where? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Arun, you're looking totally fine, like right into the camera. Okay. Okay. So no, so uh, that's why I was curious because you know, I, so I wanted to know from somebody who's like uh, in the in the brands and and working at so many you know new uh, cutting edge brands of tomorrow. uh this whole thing of you know memes meme is is like making fun of something 
you know and making fun of something is powerful because uh you know you you can challenge yet be, you know you 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 invite that kind of thinking that the resistance decreases so i was you know uh, talking from that angle but now let's if you have a point of view that's fine otherwise we'll talk about baiju because that is an excellent sure. case study and you know your entire involvement you know, be very very uh, insightful for our audiences how do you think the how changed in terms of building the brand the emphasis changed or uh building brands of tomorrow in technology and in edutech what does it really entail yeah, so so that actually this this journey dates back to about 2015 right when we were living in a very different world and uh, i honestly had no idea that a brand called byju's existed till my co-founder raja who's uh, who was then at sequoia actually had had called me and invited us amongst other partners uh, other agencies to participate in the pitch for byju's and uh, and that's when i first got to know about the company and i was just absolutely fascinated by the fact that oh this is how you can learn oh fantastic sounds very fascinating uh, uh and uh, and then i met the man himself and i met byju and and he's amongst the most inspiring human beings you can come across and uh, and what what really at that point in time i think again i think the the core of the company uh and i think uh raja had a big hand in actually recognizing that video content and education have such a close knit connection and actually just putting this content out there into the world on television screens flashing it across the country is going to change the game for for the brand and and that's how that's how i started working with the brand and then all we did at least in the first intervention was we just listened to them carefully and uh, at that point in time there was a there was a gem of a nugget hidden in there which was that all byju kept talking about was that how much he how much he he enjoys learning and that's why he did well he's he's helped people get through cat multiple times he's he himself has gone through cat with ease uh and i think it was all because his fundamentals were clear and he enjoyed them that was his take out saying if we get our children to have their fundamentals clear and if they are if they enjoy learning they will want to learn more and because their fundamentals are clear they will never it's not rote learning they will never forget and it was so simple saying okay you know what what if we were to just tell people that you can actually fall in love with learning uh until then till that point in time at least in my head learning was always a villain it was a <laughs> villain that we had to overcome and then the victory looked like good marks in exams right uh, and and that's how that's how for all of us grew up with learning as an ecosystem and we said what if people were actually falling in love with learning and they're enjoying it because they're getting so clear about it and that was the the beginning of the journey and that led to a series of television campaigns and why and, and there is a very solid reason that even as a digital brand they are actually a pure play digital brand till now right now they have physical centers for one of the brands that they have uh, they have acquired which is akash and they have now they have their own byju tuition centers which has just gotten launched a couple of months ago but till then byju was a, been a pure digital product right where you receive screens or you have your own screen and you get software and then you have videos uh, and then you had 
classes also interactive classes but again through the screens so there was this journey that the brand went through from 2015 till 2020 feb where the job of the brand was to actually convince people that this kind of learning is possible and then 2020 march happened mm. and when 2020 march happened this kind of learning became part of life it became part of life for everybody and and then the brand had to now say that now that it is part of life i think the the biggest thing for the responsibility on brand byju's and us was that to make sure that it was it was actually available in its best form for as many people as possible in fact when the pandemic just began the product was rolled out free of cost for anybody who it could who could benefit from it uh, for a period of time and then i think the complete mindset of the of the consumer changed because they started recognizing the 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 gaps in online learning that existed till then they were recognizing th- there was a comparison between offline and online and then came the recognition of comparison between online and online and because they were dealing with an online system of learning of people who had not created for the online ecosystem right and and that led to a lot of people actually embracing embracing the brand and the brand's responsibility as an education brand also grew and that led to then creating models like byju's classes which was one on one classes and that has led to another evolution in the brand which is today byju's tuition centers and and in fact a lot of the a lot of the offerings that the brand makes today is to ensure that they are part of learning for you from age 3 which is k3 which is early learning right they tied up with they are with disney to make sure that there is a nice mix of of engagement and learning uh, which is available for kids and that uh, and that the entire that brand is positioned on the back of the fact that that leads to early uh, early learning leads to great foundation right because you are instilling love for learning at a very early stage and and that then moves you into 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 k12 which aids you with classes with tuition centers with with the app itself and then you can move on to uh, to akash byju's where you can do the je and the entire learning journey you can you can upskill yourself with great learning so i think the entire learning ecosystem is what and how do you impact that at every stage and as a brand how do you stay relevant how do you stay top of mind how do you get more and more people aware of the benefits of actually learning like this is what has been the responsibility and has led to a series of campaigns what people see is just campaigns but even from an awareness point of view the corporate brand right the corporate brand of byju stands for how we all have to be continuous learners in life and that is our that is the philosophy of saying keep learning that led to a tie up with the indian cricket team and the entire jersey campaign which is about the fact that listen as cricketers you can't rest on your laurels just because you made it to the team the every time you wear a jersey is an opportunity to learn and to improve yourself and i think that's something that has gotten deeply embedded in me having worked on byju's as a brand saying because uh byju's byju himself keeps talking about unlearning and 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 new learning right which which is something all of us have to do and and i can sense that at least 
my world view my take on brands my uh, approach towards the entire uh, digital ecosystem a lot has changed because i was willing to unlearn and learn and not just practice more of what i know yeah, so yeah, yeah so that's brand by you so it's impacted yeah. me professionally it's also impacted me personally yeah 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 and and amazing no when these people are so ahead of the times i mean you you really wonder how how they get that inspiration that you know there came a point in time and the only learning was you know digital learning and uh, yeah and 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 when they started it was just one of the things and you had to convince consumers that this is effective and now yeah. you know i mean and look at where the category is i mean it's it's redefining everything like you said uh the product model also arun is uh, i'm saying as a consumer because my son used it has evolved so much uh you know with every interaction that uh, it's it's really i mean i i sometimes used to join my son for classes because you know, they'd make a physics chapter so interesting you know there there'd be a video in video and then there'd be links shared and you know there'd be interaction and there's there a chat individual chat hmm there is a company from san francisco which they acquired called osmo mm. uh, which is fascinating which basically uh, is is a digital product but it has a camera where you can actually physically write stuff and that shows up on the screen and and it can be corrected live so it's it's fascinating and and divya baiju divya who's the co-founder and they are so and they're they're teachers themselves right and and it's so deeply ingrained in them to make sure that the teaching experience and the learning experience changes right mm-hmm. uh, and that's super super important because uh, as we go along it's not only about the learners it's also equally about the teachers and and how they how they present themselves how they present what is to be presented like you said you felt like learning all over again because that's not how we had learned our stuff yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so uh, uh, Arun, do you want to talk about One MG? Uh, they are, in a way, uh, not just uh, online pharmacy or not just any diagnostics. They actually pride themselves on providing great content solutions. Hmm. And I think when they came, when they came to us, one of the one of the things that they had they had kind of put on the back burner in the in the process of building a great product was actually brand. And we said, okay, how do we ensure that uh, we first of all arrive at the core of your brand because i think and when we started defining it one of the first tenets we defined was the fact that what one mg was doing through content was basically bringing care to health so if there is if there is a if there is a medicine you are buying on one mg you they will ensure to tell you saying what kind of side effects it will have whether you should be having it not having it they will never sell you medicines without a prescription so there is a lot of attention to detail and a lot of attention to and a lot of care so we said your core is actually bringing care to health because in the healthcare system though it had become one word the words had the words had merged but the the merged word didn't mean what it was supposed to mean yeah. uh, was was our definition and we said why don't we we swing the words around and say that listen you are about bringing care to health mm-hmm. and that led us to an entire design overhaul on saying what kind of how does bringing care to health reflect in in the design philosophy of the company in the so starting with the logo the logo changed uh, the the app changed 
the every touch point of the company changed uh and 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 then that led to some amount of communication that led to even some of the work that you've seen with pankaj tripathi which is the whole 1mg there were some there were some uh, films which were even on air during ipl so that but the design overhaul and the consistency of the language uh and the fact that bringing care to health started reflecting in everything the company did said mm-hmm. behaved i think is what kind of brought a sense of cohesiveness and then of course uh tata came along and tata actually acquired 1mg and what you see today the version of 1mg is version uh, i would say 2.0 we have now working on version 3.0 and what that will be and but but it's fascinating for a brand from going from completely not having cohesiveness to being cohesive to now being acquired by one of india's largest and most respected corporate houses mm-hmm. and then how does it play out from there right yeah 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 is my signature oh what's that <laughs> that's rapid fire here we start mother's best advice uh always love my food <laughs> 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 okay so what is your favorite food uh anything she makes uh yeah yeah i know that tiffin used to come till till yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay alternate profession could have been a badminton player actually ah what would you do on mars for fun ask elon musk if he will sell twitter to me <laughs> good answer okay as per your wife your most often used phrase my most often used phrase is i have definitely quit smoking <laughs> <laughs> okay one thing no one knows about you one thing no one knows about me is i'm actually an introvert Uh, okay 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 a book you'd like to gift to all your friends it's a book called how to change by katie milkman oh. it's a it's, it's a fascinating read i just finished it like 2 days ago hmm. and i the simplicity of it and and i was just blown by it so i anybody i would uh, i would want them to read on how to change because i think that's one thing uh, which all of us need to and there are lots of very nuanced stuff sorry no explanation <laughs> i wanted to hear so after hear <laughs> after listening i'm shooting okay okay what is your greatest joy my son what's his name agastya agastya okay what would you tell your 18 year old self don't worry you'll grow up to be arunayu Hey, I like that. <laughs> How would you like strangers to remember you? As uh, somebody uh, who almost made it as India's badminton player. <laughs> <laughs> Random, Arun. <laughs> so, Arun, you're requested to share your. To wrap up now, you're requested to share your online addresses, emails, anything else you'd like to share. So. You know, audiences can reach out to you, ask any question. No, I'm uh, I'm available at uh, Arunayar at SpringMarketingCapital dot com. I'm on all social media. 
uh, where you'll find me mostly silent or sharing stuff about spring, uh, but I'm around. Uh, and if there's anybody who, who would want to pick my brains about anything, I'm happy to share and learn. So, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, Jagged with Jasravi, I think I have seen, I've seen a couple of episodes uh, and, and it's, and it's super fun. She, she keeps it very lively and I've really enjoyed myself. I can only talk about myself. I've really enjoyed having this conversation. I have, uh, and I think you should uh, like, subscribe, hit the bell button, whatever other buttons you uh, that are available uh, or else she will use that rapid fire gun to shoot you down. <laughs> Uh, so be super careful, uh, but but please please do please do like my episode at least. Yeah, oh, specific <laughs> call to action. <laughs> okay, thank you, Arun. It's been so nice to you know reconnect after a long time and to host you for my channel. Thank you, thank you, Jasravi, for having me. It was it was really good fun. Mm-hmm.